Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. One Mobile Studios aboard the brand new Celebrity Eclipse somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean. I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Cruise Radio. Also, sign up for our monthly newsletter at cruiseradio.net. Don't forget about premium content, giving you full access to our unedited interviews, uh, all the stuff that doesn't make it to the free shows each week. Just go to cruiseradio.net. As Matt mentioned, we are aboard the Celebrity Eclipse, and and what an amazing ship this is. The ship is uh, over a thousand foot long, uh, 120 20 foot wide. It's got 17 decks, basically 17 stories high, holds over 2,800 people, and uh, was just involved in some humanitarian aid earlier this year. Following, as you very well know, the eruption of the Icelandic volcano, which shut down a lot of that European airspace, the brand new eclipse, which was fresh out of dry dock, basically rescued 2,000 British tourists who were stranded in Spain. and essentially shipped them back to Southampton as an act of goodwill. This is actually the third ship in the Solstice class. There's the Equinox and the Solstice. Now there's the Eclipse uh, with two more on the way. We just came out of the press conference where President and CEO of Celebrity Daniel Hanrahan was speaking and I posed this question to him. I, basically, uh, with all the crazy stuff going on on new cruise lines like rock climbing walls, zip lines, and uh, flow rider surf machines, I wondered if Celebrity was feeling any kind of pressure to kind of keep up with the Joneses, and here's what he had to say. We've wanted to stay very consistent to who we are. Um, you know, we're, we're very, very lucky at Celebrity. I mean, there were a lot of really brilliant people that started this brand 20 years ago, and then a lot of smart people that got it to where it was when we were able to build the Solstice class. So it's sort of like standing on the shoulders of giants. And so what we wanted to do is just take what all these really smart people had done and make it better and improve upon it, which was not easy. It was really, really difficult uh, to come up with to, to come up with anything better. But, you know, a lot of smart people um, that had been here for a long time helped and a lot of people that were new to um, the business helped. And we had a fabulous design team and we used people inside and outside for that. So, but, you know, we're, we want to be this comfortably sophisticated brand that delivers uh, amazing service, great food, uh, great entertainment. but. You won't find rock walls and um, surf surf machines and uh, zip lines or central parks. Uh, there's another brand that does that too well, so we'll leave that to them. The fact is, Matt, they don't have to keep up with the Joneses because Celebrity has set the standard for modern cruising. Yeah, and you notice that right away. The whole ship has a feel of a five-star New York or Miami hotel. Uh, just the whole feel of it, slick, sleek, contemporary, modern design with a whisper of retro accents here and there. And all that carries over into the public areas like the Ensemble Lounge, which is in the back of the ship uh, on Deck 5 over by the Tuscan Grill in Murano's. You have the Sky Lounge up on Deck 14, which is pretty much a 180-degree unrestricted view of the front of the ship. And one of my favorites is the Molecular Bar. I think I love it because the bartender has to wear a lab coat and protective eyewear. They actually incorporate liquid nitrogen into the preparation of their beverages. Thomas Conley is here with us. Uh, how cold is the liquid nitrogen? It's uh, minus 196 degrees. We put it on the surface of some of our cocktails, the Berry Patch, the Dragonfly, and the Lucky Cat. Uh, it's uh, minus 196 degrees. Uh, it bubbles, it smokes, it looks like a potion. Uh, we recommend customers do not touch it, lick it, or put their mouth anywhere near it until it stops bubbling, or they will risk tissue damage and their tongue will freeze. Then there's the Martini Bar, a great place to 
to meet. Uh, what's cool about it is there's a thin coating of ice around the bar that you set your drinks on to obviously keep them very cold. And you can play tic-tac-toe on it if you want to and all that cool stuff. Carve your name in it. Stick your tongue on it. Uh, also, it's right there by the main dining room as well, so you can stop by on your way to dinner and gra uh, grab a drink. An amazing wine selection at Cellar Master's Wine Bar, inspired by the vineyards of Napa Valley. But they are really, uh, again, like the, the whole ship, very high-tech. They have the, I hate to call them vending machines because yeah. it makes it sound cheap, but they are uh, high-tech wine dispensers where you put your card in and you can select a small taste to a full glass and again amazing selection of wines does the expensive wine taste better of course $14 glasses of wine taste better what are you <laughs> kidding a very important man who helps put all of this together is the manager of new build and architectural design Mr. Emilio Perez welcome to Cruise Radio first question uh, what are the criteria that went into designing the Solstice class ships uh, in order to basically separate them from all the prior ships uh, I, well, I think uh, Dan said it very clearly uh, in, during the press conference. Uh, the sophisticated elegance is an understatement, actually, because the, and I say understatement, is because it became part of our design process. We, we didn't want to be over the top, but we, we didn't want to be under either. We wanted to be at a balanced approach to all the designs. And the, the other aspect, too, um, ships, and I might get a little technical now, but ships are built basically in blocks, pretty much like Legos. Right. And uh, each, uh, and, and then you have compartments, which we call uh, fire zones. This ship, for instance, has seven fire zones, seven compartments. And so each of those fire zones are built with any number between 10 to 20 different blocks. Well, the way the yard produces the drawings is actually exactly the same way. They do drawings for each of those fire zones. Generally, the contractors work in the same fire zone modality. So where am I going with this? Usually the fire zones limit the view, limit the, you, you usually know when the fire zone starts and begins. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, it's usually a clear line. Right. That was something that we, from the very beginning, said we don't want to see the fire zone. So in order to do that, we had to take architect A with architect B, work together, marry and two. marry the two and merge their finishes, merge their fabrics, merge everything. So when you, you flow through the spaces, you flow and you don't realize that you went from a... And that, in my mind, is what we call the adjacency exercise. That, in my mind, is what makes the ship so unique in the sense that you you forget that you're on a ship. Normally, is it just one architect, one set of plans, we're going right. to build a ship? That's right. Okay. That's, that's usually, oh, maybe two, you know, maybe two architects. But in a project of this magnitude, this, uh, this size and, and the intricacies, there are a lot of things that, that come to play. This is not an, on, you know, a land-based project, right. as everybody knows. This is a ship that is moving. Uh, 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 code regulations are totally different. Uh, vibration is an element that it doesn't occur on land. Uh, only when you unfortunately have a, an earthquake. Uh, uh, ships are constantly vibrating. So those are elements, you know, technical elements that, you know, come to a, a big a big challenge to m many architects and many designers. Manager of New Build and Architectural Design, Emilio Perez, thank you for being with us on Cruise Radio. Oh, thank you for the opportunity. I hope you guys enjoy the cruise. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel. Or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on 
Twitter at Cruise Radio. Have a question for the experts? Or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. always about the food, isn't it? It is. One of the places you're going to see a lot of on board the Celebrity Eclipse is the Ocean View Cafe and Bar. Next to the poolside dining, you're going to spend a lot of time there. I think you, you go there for breakfast, at least I did. Uh, also, the late night snacking and whatnot. Uh, but even during the day, you know, if, you, if you're not sure where to go, you can hit the Ocean View Cafe and Bar for a lot of good selections of food. Well, yeah, they have a lot of stations set up, too. They have, like, a pasta station, a salad station, yeah. a Mexican, the and, yeah, pizza. Really, really good. Now, when it comes to more formal dining, there's the Moonlight Sonata main dining room. Which serves a little bit of everything, like broiled Atlantic salmon. There's uh, your steaks and seafood items. Uh, appetizers include the beef carpaccio, mm. grenadine-scented pineapple, buffalo-style frog legs, uh, also rack of lamb, Chateau Priam. Also, there's that two-story wine rack that holds over 1,500 bottles of wine uh, right there in the very front of the dining room. And if you ask the server nicely, they'll give you a guided tour. Now, what if you don't ask him nicely? Does he take off his white gloves and slap you gently <laughs> on each cheek? Yeah, I guess. But it does go without saying, there is uh, two formal nights on these seven-night sailings. So uh, don't forget to pack your sports coat or formal wear. Myself up. There's also Murano, which is uh, uh, amazing. I, I had the steak and lobster there. Uh, it serves modern and uh, classic continental cuisine. We ate at Tuscan Grill last night, the Italian steakhouse, and obviously some Italian uh, items on the menu, but their fillets are really, really mm -hmm. good. I had a good cheese salad to start. Fabulous. Uh, what about uh, Bistro on Five? Yes, the creperie with uh, tableside service for lunch and dinner if you enjoy crepes. One of the more unique and special venues on board, uh, which is exclusive to the Eclipse, is Cuisine, a rather unconventional approach to the preparation and serving of the food. Yeah, if you've been on the other Solstice-class ships, uh, this actually took the place of Silk Harvest. Here with us is the brainchild behind Cuisine, the Vice President of Culinary Operations and Master Chef Jacques Van Staden. Welcome to Cruise Radio. Tell us more about Cuisine. Um, it is a truly unconventional dining experience, you know. And what that means is, you know, you look at fashion, you look at cars, you look at software, you look at computers today, you know, everything is becoming, what's the next big thing, you know? Uh, when the hamburger bar started, you know, who's gonna make the next best hamburger bar, you know? And, 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 and what's happening is, People is looking for a different experience. You know, you go to a steakhouse, you eat a steak. You go to an Italian restaurant, you eat a pasta, you know. There's really no different experiences, you know. Music makes a different experience, you know. The ambiance, the atmosphere, the lightning, you know. But then how do you take that? Because today you look at, for instance, a simple thing is lightning, okay. There's so many beautiful different lights and what you can do with features of lightning. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to do have food do that same element. So how does food become more of a different experience than just sitting and eating it, you know. Well, we started with that as far as like the design, how does it come presented? So the presentation of the food, how does it get delivered? You know, the individual actually delivering the food, how is that gonna be? And slowly but surely, it started taking shape where cuisine, you know, you know, like I said, 85% is custom made. The dishes is very different. It's nothing that you haven't had before. Yes, you've had meatballs before, but you've never had a meatball trilogy before that each one has a liquid center. Yes, you've had fish and chips before, but have you ever had popcorn fish and chips? Yes, you've had sushi, but you had sushi lollipops. 
you know. So everything that was taken is like, yes, you have spring rolls, but have you ever had spring rolls served in an actual stainless steel spring, you know? So it was like kind of that fun element that brings that, it's like that inner child that wants to, that wants to experience and feel part of that, hey, I'm creating my own food here because it's an engaging and interactive dining experience. And that's really the just of cuisine. And taking yourself at the sea of sameness is a lot of people's like, oh, we're doing something different. Cuisine is truly, truly different. I mean, it truly, it separates yourself from that differentiated factor because it's not just one thing. It's not just, oh, we have an iPad. Okay, well, a lot of restaurants might have iPads, but we have an iPad. We have a Rubik's Cube with the dessert menus on. We've got, you know, Medze that's on the vertical. We've got a Taj Mahal that's the Indian dish. We've got, you know, a slider party that you actually, you know, assemble your own slider. So every single little thing is different even we don't have servers we've got culinary tour guides you know so these are the elements that really help cuisine and making it different vice president of food and beverage department and celebrities master chef Jacques von Staden did I get that right you got that right where are you from Originally South Africa, but I've been in America for 20 years now. So Very good. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for being thank with us on Cruise Radio. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. I mentioned earlier that cuisine is exclusive to the Eclipse. The, the, the truth is I don't really know. <laughs> it, it might, may or may not be on the silhouette. The truth is they don't really want us to say what's to come on board the uh, reflection in the silhouette. One thing I like about this restaurant is the iPad. Yeah, they use it as the menu. What I like is you can, at the drink menu, if you like one of the drinks, you can actually access the recipe and email it to yourself. Yeah, yeah, and the girl next to me, I think she liked the iPad too because she couldn't stop taking pictures of it. Because she's never seen one before. Oh. More in a moment here on board the Celebrity Eclipse. We're actually in the Martini Bar. Yes, indeed. And where'd you eat tonight? We ate at the main restaurant. What'd you think? Excellent, excellent. Had you been on other celebrity ships, specifically the Solstice, had you been on that ship? No, I have not. Okay. Um, the last time I've been on Celebrity was on the Millennium, which yep. is 10 years ago, and right. I was on her inaugural season. And I love this. I mean, I love the Millennium then, but this is takes it up a whole other notch, absolutely. What are the major differences between the Millennium and the brand new Eclipse? Their style is, is similar. It's similar, it's tastefully done. Um, the decor is phenomenal. I think it will really hit the, the 40 to 60 age group people, maybe a little younger, but it's perfect for baby boomers, I think. The aqua area is phenomenal. The relaxation, um, very tranquil, a lot of water features, just awesome. I love it. You know, if, if you had to sum it up in one word, it would be gorgeous. Yeah. It's just a gorgeous ship. Uh, Had you been on other celebrity ships? Yeah, I've, I've sailed with celebrities since it became celebrity, so it's been a long time for me. But uh, they get to a ship like this, and you walk around, and your mouth just keeps dropping open at, uh, at what they have. It's just inc incredible. What are some of your favorite parts on this ship? Boy, it's hard to say. You know, I'm, I'm taking photos. It's hard to separate one from the other. But you walk along the stores on your right, and then all of a sudden you're, you have the, this on your left. And we're, we were at the Martini Bar just a moment ago. And uh, that's my favorite. <laughs> have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Oh. 
Or Cancun. Cosmos. Or New England. Or Canada. Or Italy. Or Greece. Or the Far East. Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise One got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One. Let us send you on your way. Cruise One. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One. Yeah. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One. Yeah. Each episode, we feature Porthole Cruise Magazine's Pick of the Week. When it comes to cruising from Miami, it's nearly impossible to narrow down what to do before or after your cruise. Hopefully, you build in a few extra days to experience this amazing city. But here are a few quintessential Miami must-dos if you're short on time. Shopping, people watching, and lunch on Lincoln Road for sure. Grab a table outside at one of the many sidewalk cafes and watch the characters walk, jog, or rollerblade by. Then stroll among South Beach chic boutiques and art galleries. Not far from Lincoln Road is the Delano Hotel where visitors are welcome to explore the eccentric indoor-outdoor lobby. You'll find strange quirks around every long, white-draped turn. And with its funky and unusual designed decor, accessories, and seating, you'll wonder if you've stepped into a scene from Alice in Wonderland. Have a drink at the trendy outdoor pool area and take in views of the ocean and maybe even a celebrity or two. If you're staying closer to the port, head for Bayside Marketplace, an outdoor shopping mall on the waterfront where you can stroll, grab a bite to eat, or take a sightseeing boat tour around Miami's exclusive islands for the rich and famous. And if you can afford the time and money for a meal you'll never forget, head to Joe's Stone Crab, a Miami staple since 1913 that's only open during Stone Crab season, which is from October to May. Get the claws served, cracked, chilled, and with mustard sauce, Joe's famous coleslaw, and of course, the famous key lime pie for dessert. We have just bumped into a friend of ours who we met on a previous sailing, Art Zabarski, a retired cruise line executive and currently a travel writer. Uh, nice to have you with us here. Uh, is this your first time on the Eclipse? It's my first time on the Eclipse. I got on yesterday okay. uh, with everybody else for these two nights. But I was on Solstice mm -hmm. uh, for the inaugural two-nighter two years ago, and then I sailed on Solstice for 11 days last summer in the Med, round trip uh, Civita Vecchia for Rome. Do you see any difference between the Eclipse and the Solstice? There, there are evolutionary differences. I think the two most important ones are installing cuisine for very avant-garde type dining for dinner, replacing Silk Harvest, the, the Pan-Asian restaurant, which I personally loved. I really did. So, um, But everybody is raving about the whole experience in cuisine. The other major thing is that they've gone from a very, very good internet cafe to now the iLounge yeah. with all the um, MacBooks and all the um, iPads and iP uh, iPods and all that as a retail outlet in addition to the use of, for the internet. Everything else is really a design or a decor function in terms of differences. Um, but there's, I think those are the two major structural things that they've done differently. You mentioned cuisine, which is an unconventional dining experience. And uh, as you mentioned, the iLounge and, and uh, celebrities' relationship with Apple, they're incorporating the iPads into, well, using them as menus for cuisine. I think they're very forward-thinking. Um, it really started, as far as I'm concerned, back in, um, in the mid-90s when they brought in Century uh, as, as the first of their 
newer ships beyond uh, the, the old ships that they had. And the Century class was a great set of ships. Um, the artwork, as you walk around this ship and you see all the fantastic artwork, the genesis of that was with Century when Tina Chandris put together the first artwork collection at sea. It was really the first time any ship had ever done that. The next stage up was Millennium class coming in in 2000. And the reason it was named Millennium, by the way, is because it was going to be the first ship to come in in the industry after the new Millennium even though it was, at that point it was the fake Millennium, of course. Right. And the Millennium-class ships took the previous ship to a new level, and that's what they've done with Solstice-class now. And these ships are a, a light years ahead. These ships are so architecturally and decor beautiful that when you're in the middle, like right now we're standing here in the middle of the bars and the shopping and the casino, and you really wouldn't know that you're on a ship. There's, there's no vibration. The ship is big enough you don't feel anything and it's a totally different experience now. Well, all these Solstice Club ships are like that. It's like, you, you feel like, like we were saying earlier off mic, like you're actually in a hotel. What is your favorite part of this ship? I think my favorite part of this ship is, is really the uh, coffee bar. Um, well, first of all, on this cruise right now for two days, it's free. Right. But it is, it's, it's, so that's some, there's something nice about that. But they're not that expensive. And what's nice about it is that because of where it is, midships on deck five, virtually everybody walking forward or aft on the ship is going to go past there. Right. So you can sit there for what, four or five bucks for a cappuccino or a cappuccino or whatever, right. and you have the, you have this opportunity just to see everybody walking past, including the you know steward and you know Art Sabarsky. <laughs> I've never met him before in my entire life. Well, I'll close up and say thank you for being with us on Cruise Radio. My pleasure. You're listening to Cruise Radio, the fastest growing cruise talk radio show in the nation. When you sail on Celebrity, you experience Celebrity Life. Yeah, Celebrity Life refers to their enrichment programs, which are threefold, savor, discover, and renew. Of course, savor would be the food and wine part of the cruise. Yeah. Uh, Discover is more like the enrichment speakers and learning uh, foreign languages for, uh, through Rosetta Stone. And then you have Renew, which is like your yoga and spa. Speaking of the spa, let's talk about the staterooms. We are in the aqua class, which uh, is right next to the aqua spa. Yeah. There's such an attention to detail in the aqua spa staterooms, like the uh, bathroom, the, the shaving bar, the curved acrylic shower door instead of that cumbersome shower curtain the upgraded linens, the slippers, the robes all in your room. Also, they deliver a carafe of infused tea each day. Oh, and then the shower. Yeah, the shower, it's a massaging shower and it's got like five heads on it. So that's why you were in there so long. Pretty much. You're having an affair with the shower heads. <laughs> oh boy. You also can expect bigger towels in the bathrooms. Oh, there's a, a special room service menu for the aqua spa rooms. But if you're not staying in the aqua spa, every room on the ship is awesome. In fact, 85% of the rooms are balcony rooms. And every room has a 40-inch LCD TV. Yes, and it's... Powered by a mini Mac uh, hard drive. Yeah, these things are Mac data. You can actually uh, uh, do your room excursions on there, make dinner reservations, check out your folio, uh, get movies and music on demand. Everything's at your fingertip. Uh, the internet, too. There's a little keyboard in your room where you can hop online and uh, if you want to check your email or your Facebook or whatever, right there from the room instead of, uh, you know, going up to the computer lab. And speaking of Apple, uh, as you know, we mentioned earlier the iPads, which serve as the menus for cuisine. They have the Apple Enrichment Center, the first ever onboard Apple retail store where you can not only use the uh, Apple computers, but take classes. Yeah, if you uh, if you work out, you notice you forgot your iPod back at the house, 
you can actually pick one up there at the retail store. We gotta wrap up here, but listen, we cannot say enough about the Eclipse. It's a really special ship, and Doug, you know, Celebrity is one of my favorite cruise lines. Yeah. There's a lot to see, and hopefully, you will be able to sail aboard the Eclipse and experience all the unique features of this vessel. Like the Lawn Club on the top deck. I mean, a half acre of real life grass up there. Which you don't see very often, if at all, on cruise ships, and it was so funny to see people. They acted like they had never seen grass before, like, Fred. So taking their shoes <laughs> off, like, oh, this is amazing. Taking pictures. <laughs> but it is. It is really, really nice. And uh, right there on the Lawn Club, they have the glass blowing. Yeah, those folks are from the Corning Museum of Glass up in New York. Yeah, and once they finish their demonstrations, they don't actually offer them for sale. They put them on display, and I think they actually even give some away as uh, some lovely prizes. Mm. Thank you, everyone in the Celebrity Public Relations Office, for helping to set up this broadcast. We really, really appreciate it. Watch out for our premium content, uh, giving you full access to our unedited interviews, all the material that doesn't quite make it to the free shows each week. From the Cruise One Mobile Studios aboard the Celebrity Eclipse, the brand new Eclipse, somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean right now, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Cruise Radio.